In a world where trust is shattered and darkness looms, one man's journey from betrayal to redemption will captivate your heart. Absolutely. Even if Absolutely. you don't take them. If you have a relative that is a Christian, yes. allow them to take the kids. I like that. Because yeah. it's like, you, you may not want Jesus, but... Thrown into a detention center, he grappled with the harsh reality of being imprisoned mentally and physically. At that moment, I told myself, I'm not going behind bars no more. Betrayed and deceived by the one he trusted most. So now we're about to enter into this part of your life where you're cheated on. It was rough for me. Bought teddy bears for her, flowers. And my heart just got squeezed and beat upon and crushed and stuck. In the depths of his despair, he questioned God's plan. I said, I said, you don't know what just happened to me, Meg. But amidst the darkness, a glimmer of hope emerged. He found solace in the teachings of a higher power. And in that moment, he discovered a new purpose. Out with the old. In with the new. In with the new. The Holy Spirit came inside of me. From being lost to salvation, this is the story of Nick. Coming soon, this summer on July 1st on YouTube and all podcast platforms. Good afternoon, world. It is Adney Godin, the co-host of the Call by God podcast. And I am joined this afternoon by the son of my womb, Devon Rivera, as we will be having a discussion on Romans 8.28. Son, introduce yourself to the audience. Hello, everyone. I am the baby of my mother's children. I was the very last one to come out the womb. I am the little big, the little big child. You know, my sister's older than me, but I'm I'm bigger than she is. But you know, I'm very, I'm very honored to be on here. First of all, say that I'm very honored to be on here. It was unexpected. I'm not gonna lie, it was unexpected, but I'm very happy. I do think we're gonna touch on some good stuff here. So. Awesome. Awesome. They didn't need to know all of that, son. But um, I want to read it in this version because I know you're going to read it in your version, but I want to read it in the Passion Translation. And it reads, so we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together for good, for we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill his design purpose. And in the Aramaic, it says harmony. God works all things together harmoniously. Go ahead and read your version, son. It's, it's, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. who have been called according to his purpose. So what does that mean to you, son? Well, truthfully, I'm going to tell you all, first off, I had trouble understanding this verse. I ain't even going to lie. I had trouble understanding it. I didn't want to do it at a point of a time, but... I grew some cojones and decided to, you know, look at a different perspective. So the perspective I gained from that verse is this. As a, I looked at it as a person who probably just first started reading Romans 8 and just now read that verse. The perspective I gained was from that. And that perspective is this. It kind of shows what role God plays in our suffering. And what the role is, is this. It neither says God 
causes our suffering, nor does it say God is the reason why we suffer and that God says it is good for us to suffer. What it shows us is this. It shows us that God kind of plays the middleman. He is the one who controls everything for the good to come out of when we are suffering. That's kind of the perspective I got from it. There's another perspective I could give you. In which I actually just got off the phone with one of my mentors. He gave me a perspective. I loved his perspective way much, way much better. And his perspective was this. That verse tells us that nothing can separate us from the love of God. No matter if we suffer or we do something against God, nothing can separate us from his love. Because when we suffer, it doesn't mean that we're going through something because we deserve to. Is because it could be because of many things like we've done something in our past and we're now paying for the consequences for it. You know, you could look at David. David did the same thing. You know, he did something. He ended up having paid consequences for it at the end of the day. Same thing happened with Paul. He was persecuting Christians. He ended up going through something as well. But at the end of the day, what happened? They were never separated from the love of God. So that's kind of the second perspective I was also blessed enough to get. So that's what that verse means to me. I like both those perspectives because um, like when it says harmoniously, it's, it's, it's one of those things where without suffering, there's no growth. Um, And growth happens, especially for the Christian when we go through things. I know for me personally, um, when I go through storms, I learn to be a little more compassionate towards people. I learn to be a little more loving and a little more understanding of others. So when I look at the harmony of the scriptures, I'm just reminded of Jesus, right? Um, Jesus came down here to suffer for us. But in the process of his suffering, he rose on the third day. And then when he rose on the third day, he walked among the people and they saw him. And then he ascended to glory. Right. So what this scripture shows me is that no matter what happens in my life, there is always a light at the end of the tunnel. There is always light in that suffering. I don't have to focus on just the suffering, but I must focus on what God is doing in the suffering, right? Because there may be something that I need to learn. And it tells us, and I want to read it again. It says, um, and again, this is the Passion Translation. It reads like this. It says, um, hold on, my scripture. It says, so we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together for good. So when we think about going through hurt and pain and we're like, oh my gosh, Lord, why in the world am I dealing with this? And here it is, it it works together. It's like when you look at someone taking, who crochets, right? 
And as they're crocheting, they're taking this yarn and putting it together and they're weaving it together. That's for us as Christians. Our lives are woven together with God, with Christ, with the Holy Spirit. So when we are suffering, when we're feeling this hurt, when we're feeling this pain, we're looking up to Jesus and he's giving us that strength to get through. That's what the scripture means to me. It's like, even though I go through trials, tribulations, I'm not going through it alone because God is right there with me. God is continuously walking with me. Even though there are fiery darts coming, there's a shield that's protecting me, right? So that's what I got from it. Did you get anything else, son? Yes. I also got um, suffering doesn't play favorites. Let me say that. Suffering doesn't play favorites. It doesn't matter if you're charcoal black and if you're crayon white. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you're a bad or a good person. Suffering doesn't play favorites. I mean, example, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was the greatest person ever to walk this earth. And even he faced hardships. Even he suffered. I mean, there were people who spat on Jesus. I mean, the man was beaten. Okay, he was legit beaten. He was murdered because of who he was. So, like I said, suffering doesn't play favorites. That's another thing that I got from. Okay, I want to read it in this in this version as well, and then we're going to bring it to a close um, once we are done with this. In the Amplified version, it says, and we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to his plan and purpose. One thing I want everyone to be reminded is this. When you have a relationship with the Lord, when you truly are in alignment with God and you have that intimate, I'm not talking about just any any relationship. I'm talking about that intimate relationship, that relationship where it's like you feel God sitting next to you on the bed, that relationship that when you turn left, you feel his presence. When you turn right, you feel his presence. That's that relationship I'm talking about. When you understand you have that relationship with God, when you are in complete alignment with him and you're going through that suffering phase of your life, you realize even though, even though you are in this state, this season, That plan is being worked out so perfectly, so harmoniously, so wonderfully that you will walk out changed or like I I love to say transformed. You walked out, you walk out a different person. You are not um, in a space of being the same. I told a, a dear friend of mine a couple of days ago, a butterfly never goes back to a caterpillar. Once it transforms, it stays beautiful and it floats and it flies away. The key to this verse is is the fact that everything works out 
according to his plan and his purpose, because he's sovereign, he's gracious, and he's merciful. Son, do you have anything else to share before we close out? I will share this. Um, For the children who may be listening to this, you're not too young to go through suffering. And I'm going to bring it back to the point where I said suffering doesn't play favorites. Remember, you're not too young to face hardships. There are plenty of people who are younger, older, who have faced hardships. Jesus Christ was young and he faced hardships too. So remember, as as a child, you're not too young to face a hardship. You're not too young to suffer. But when you do, always remember you have the love of God to keep you grounded and keep you at center. And at the end of what you are facing, God's going to be right there waiting for you. He's going to be sitting there right there just for open arms, waiting to hug you. Amen. And there you have it, world. Devon and I just had a great discussion on Romans 8, 28. I pray that it has blessed you. I pray that we said something that um, has touched you. And I really want to leave this with you. If you do not have a relationship with the Lord, understand this. Hearing the word, believing the word, repenting of your sins, confessing Christ, getting baptized, and walking in newness of life and daily, daily transforming keeps you close to the Lord. I love y'all. Have a wonderful day. That's it for now. But before we go, please continue to listen, subscribe, and share our podcast. Also, if you want to support our show, please scroll down to the bottom of the show notes and click on the link that says buy me a coffee. We would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And remember, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. And also, Jesus Christ loves you. Thank you. Wait, there's more. What if today was your last day on earth? Would you be ready to meet your maker? Well, Jesus Christ has given us the good news. He told his disciples in Mark 16, 15, 16, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Jesus Christ has instructed his children to share and preach the gospel, which is the good news, which means that Jesus Christ came and that he was sacrificed. He was buried and he rose on the third day by believing and by repenting and confessing and being baptized. You will be saved. So it is your choice. Jesus Christ will not force you. You've heard the message. You heard personal testimonies. But this is your opportunity to give your life to Christ. Don't wait until tomorrow, because tomorrow is not promised. So I hope you submit to the will of God and give your soul to Christ. Be blessed.